pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, far down you go, Quackett Smith. Me, oh my, I haven't enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Draft Rugby Show. We've got a big one here tonight, diving into the new team, the new guys on the block, Moana Pacifica. Um, we're with Harry and we're with Kagi. How are you guys going? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. I mean, this is the pod that uh, all our listeners have been waiting for. It's uh, what gets me up uh, every day is thinking about which New Zealand franchise uh, Super Rugby players I'm going to pick in my fantasy team. Chris um, yeah, I pretty pretty much wish Chris Hayes doesn't. So, um, Harry, what about you? But I'm in, I'm in ISO lockdown, so my entire week at the moment is just twenty four seven rugby nerding out. So I'm I'm so ready. That's it. The yeah, boys donning. The boys donning their um, Kiwi jerseys. Uh, Harry was he was trying on, uh, you know, seeing what, what he looks better in the black of the Chiefs or the red of the Crusaders. Uh, the last hour or so in the mirror, just as he's doing his makeup, you know. So, um, right. I mean, I stay I stay loyal over here, Tars for life. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or, or that's enough out of you for this pod. So, um, we'll go <laughs> into the pod caps. <laughs> Harry's got 118, still leading the way. Myself with 110. And the guy that joins us occasionally is Kagi with 106 caps. Kagi, mate, you're not catching us. We're doing other pods right throughout the week, mate. So let's I, I could be wrong, start. but I think think you were behind for at least the first 104, but um, that's all right. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I don't think it was that long. But, yeah, look, catch us on the socials. We're on all the socials. And Harry's been doing really, really good stuff with YouTube, breaking them into little snippets. So I think that's that's really a positive thing for people um, and, and lots and lots on Instagram as well. And of course, if you didn't catch the uh, Say My Name pod, our last episode, episode four, um, Harry and Nelson caught up with um, some of the guys from the Fiji and Ndrua side, uh, and they took them through the pronunciations of, of those names after we successfully butchered them all in our um, Fiji and Drua podcast. So that was Man, I, I can tell you listen because you called the, them the Ndrua rather than the Drua, which I'm sure you normally would do. That's it. See, I learned something too. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, say, I guys, that's, that's all on YouTube as well. So definitely recommend watching it on there just because that way you have the player names with it as well, which I think is more helpful. But yeah, it was it was a really good show. But let's um, let's press that's, on. I was going to well. say, that's it. We, we got to get to our 100 subscribers so we can make an official YouTube channel, don't we? It's, um, so help us that's out. That's it. So <laughs> what we're doing, we're, we're going to go through the entire team. Uh, so this is going to be a, a real big deep dive into the squads. So why don't we just jump straight into it? Let's do it. I mean, we only spent about an hour and a bit on the Fijian Drua last time. So uh, let's see if we can beat that. Do you want to take us into the props, Kagi? Let's do it. Um, so uh, we have um, they've got a great combination of like youth and experience here. Um, we've got in loose head prop, Isaleli Tuangafasi, the younger brother of Offa Tuangafasi. Um, not as young as I thought he was anymore, but he's tw- 27 years old. And has come from, of course, the you know training ground of all training grounds, the Crusaders. So he's been with them for um, the last two years. He's got himself twelve caps. Um, he's played a lot of the Mitre Ten Cup or the, the Bunnings NBC. Uh, Sixty-two caps for Auckland, Northland, and Tasman. Um, and yeah, he's going to be exciting and really we we think he's going to lock down that loose head jersey. And then speaking of experience, we've got Sokopi Kepu, uh, thirty-five years old. Spring Chicken. Um, everyone remember one of the greatest prop tries of all time. Kepps uh, for the Waratahs, about 50 <laughs> metres down the right sideline, just with, uh, I think it was Falau following him and just like, well, it doesn't need me, obviously. Um, 
that was awesome. But no, I mean, careful, obviously, Wallabies stalwart and um, will be really leading literally from the front, but leading a leader in that forward pack. So he's going to be awesome. Yeah, they've, uh, they've mainly got um, on, on the bench, mainly got loose heads, don't they? They've got Joe Apikatoa, they've got Ezekiel Lindemuth and Tao Kalamotangi. So that's three in the loose head um, position. Who do you like out of these guys? Yeah, um, look, I think. Uh, do we say, sorry, I tuned out for a second. Do we say no, Lind- Lindemuth is a tight head, isn't he? Um, he's he's listed as a loose head. I don't know. I, I got Lindemuth and, and Apakatoa as Lucy's, and I thought they were both going to be kind of pushing for that backup spot, most likely. Yeah, that's why I was confused because he did come on quite a few times, Ezekiel Lindemuth, for um, the Blues uh, reserve in, in the loose head. So, I mean, look, they've got a bunch of young props who all, uh, it looks like the four of them are loose heads, but I'm sure one of them must be playing tight head must be converting or playing both um so i mean of them i would i mean colin matangi is 27 years old um he's got quite a few caps for tonga um and uh you know he was probably more, more experienced of them but uh i'd say Lind- linden moots the one who's been in and around super rugby in the blues squad for a while so yep. um probably see him as the backup well yeah that is the first backup i'd say so yeah, yeah beautiful. The bookers, we've got uh, Ray Nui, the 30-year-old who's now the first choice with the first Samoa. So I think he's probably a shoe in, in my opinion, to start for them. Um, he has 13 caps, I think, for Samoa now since 2018. Also, you probably recognise his name. Uh, he's been with the Highlanders in 2019, the Blues for the last couple of seasons as well. Never kind of consistently broken into real consistent game time. I thought maybe last year with the Blues was his best season that he's had. Also been floating around the NPC since 2013, North Harbour, Tasman, Manawatu. So, again, another player that's kind of moved around a bit. He uh, he was hampered by injuries, I think, in the last couple of years. So, I think that really kind of stopped that lift to the next level for him with them. Um, I think he was really pushing for a starting spot over there, but just didn't quite fulfil his, his talent at that point. So, I think he's going to be really, really big for this side. Uh, on the bench, Nels, who do you reckon we've got? Oh, look, there's, there's quite uh, quite a few guys that would be good to see, but uh, Sam Amoli, I think everyone probably knows a little bit about him. Uh, he's 23-year-old, played for Tasman Mako, um, Tongan International. Uh, he's got three caps for them, made his debut uh, last season, uh, but didn't get to play much of the NPC because he's stuck behind uh, Macaleo and Quinton McDonald. So, I mean, Pacific Islanders, they always have big front rowers. And uh, I think, do we know size-wise, I think he's a pretty big boy as well? Uh, could be. I can't say I uh, know all that much about uh, Molly. But Isn't this your details, mate? The, the size of a guy, how big he is? It's true. It's true. But look, I mean, as we, as we'll, as you'll see as we get through he's, the rest of this team... Um, he's 185 centimetres and he's 114 kilo for the record. There you go. I was going to say, there's, a, there's enough size going around in every player in this team that uh, it might be hard to remember who is... It's basically who isn't over 100 kilos in this That's team. Right. That's right. You know what I mean? Very, like, very um, true. Look, let's, but, let's uh, jump into the locks. Um, hold on, hold on. You missed the, you, the backup you missed, hooker. You missed Tolai, yeah. Literary yeah. Tolai, I think he's probably going to be the one that we'll find on the bench as well. So he's 24 years old. He played alongside New Eye actually last year. He started the season really, really well. Like he was starting every single week. And I think all of us are a little bit um, perplexed as to why he was starting over Equin, to be completely honest. Eventually, Equin did take over him. But for a, a big part of that Aotearoa season, I think he started five games and benched one. 
Uh, he, he's obviously another young prop with a lot of talent, and I suspect he'll be their yep. second choice. Yeah, yeah, I, I sure. agree. Sorry, he's the second choice, and and could share some time with Ray. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah, could, absolutely. So yeah. definitely. Look, let's, let's jump into the locks. That Our first lock is Mike McKee, 28, <laughs> 197 centimetres and 108 kilograms. He's of Cook Islander descent. Uh, he's quite a mobile um, lock for his size, just, just shy of that 200 um, centimetre mark. Very hardworking. He's played a lot of time at the Southland Stags. Um, he debuted for them in 2015, and he spent most of his time in their, their starting side since. Um, he did go across to Spain to, to play over there in the 2019-2020 season. But that was cut short with, with COVID-19. So we see him back and uh, yeah, he, he's got, you know, a plenty of experience at that sort of Mitre 10 Cup level. Um, the other guy, this is a, a bit of a contentious one, but I think we all agree this is what we want to see. And it's Sam Slade. He's listed as a flanker, um, but he's from uh, counties, uh, Manukau. 24, 118 kilos. He's also six foot five. But Kagi, mate, who do you reckon he looks like in terms of how shredded he is? Look, it's people <clears> might <throat> say this is a weird comparison, but yeah. um, <clears throat> he he's he's six he's six five hundred eighteen kilos, and he's absolutely shredded. He reminds me of Pierre Space back in the day, <laughs> just an absolute physical specimen. And if you remember, Pierre Space has absolute pace. Um, he, he was over there playing for Colorado um, in the Major League Rugby, and all the highlights are just of him getting the ball out on the wing, burning people, making these awesome offloads, and also, of course, the bump. So, yeah, when you're 118 kilos and still look shredded, like, you're it's an pretty, absolute weapon. So, yeah. Pretty pretty amazing. But, yeah, look, he, he covers number eight as well as, you know, six and as well as lock. So we, we probably see him covering five because they do have some good positions, good potential players in, in that back row as well. And also the the rest of their locks just aren't very big, are they? Like they're not. Yeah. Um, so we think we think locks are where mm-hmm. they're kind of lacking. And if, if if they can fit Sam Slade into their locks and then chuck another three awesome back rowers on there, just mate, look out anyone playing them. But um, and, did you mention well. did you mention yeah. um, Slade got four caps for Samoa last year? So no, haven't done all, that started yet. Started all of those, but yeah. Yeah, and he covered, he covered five and six for them during those matches. Yeah, definitely a, a quality versatile player that we think has got a big future. The other names in locks there, I, I think Vicoso Poloniati, he's 26 years old, played for Wellington, Manawatu, straight out of the NPC as well. I think he's a chance to get some minutes, definitely. Uh, and then you've got another uh, NPC player in Alex McRobbie as well, who's only 21 years old. So he's he's a lot younger again. Um he, he, he made his debut last season before getting injured. And there's a lot of talk about him being quite a good young player. So it's hard. It, we're going off very little in terms of actual, you know, video footage that we can find of the guy. But he was talked up and, and did very well in that one match and, you know, in his first match there. And he hasn't got experience mainly because of that injury since then. Yeah, the last name on the list there is Don Lolo as well. Um, he's, he's only 188 centimetres, so this is going to get into the point that Kagi made, that they're a little bit shorter. Um, played South Canterbury, North Otago and the Heartland Cup, um, and he's been playing club rugby around Dunedin. So they've picked him from relative obscurity, this guy. Um, he is a Tongan, um, but uh, I, I'll be interested to see if they do use him or if he's more of a, a development player for them. Yeah, awesome. We had with Sam Slade. We kind of we all almost had him starting at six, and then we were thinking, look, can we? Hopefully, they can play him at lock and just start him in there at five. So, 
fit, fit more of these weapons in. That's what we're talking about. The, the weapons Absolutely. when we jump straight into these loose forwards. This is, oh, yeah. this is some exciting names here. I'll, <laughs> I'll jump off with one, Henry Stowers. He was at the Brumbies. Uh, he's played a bit of time at the Force, Samoa under-20s in 2014, New Zealand under-20s in 2015. And he's a player that we love in terms of his physicality he brings to the, to a side. So we, we've put him down as that sixth jersey. For sure. Uh, and then speaking of experience, um, Jack Lamb. Um, he's a sprightly 34 years old now, but um, made 35 caps for Samoa, 53 for the Hurricanes, 71 for over <clears throat> Bristol. Um, captain then he's played in Japan, Tasman, Waikato. Um, you know, he even played for the Australian under-19s back all the way <laughs> back in 2006. But, um, I mean, Jack Lamb is just, you know, he is world re- a world-renowned uh, number seven and um, has li- really led that Samoan team in recent years and he has been brought in really to lead this Moana Pacifica team. So um, he has a huge role to play both in asserting his physicality in there at number seven uh, but also in leading this team around the park. Yep. Yeah, and the number, six, the number six jersey is probably the hardest one <clears> in this team. You know, we, we mentioned Slade, but uh, I, I think if we had to put our eggs in one basket, we're going to go with Siani Tupelotu at number six. Now, that is not the former Melbourne Rebels centre. Even Ultimate Rugby, I'll call them out, have got this one wrong a couple of times on their uh, on their page. I can see why it is literally the exact same name. But he is actually a loose forward. He plays for Auckland in the NPC. Um, I, I think he's he's either started or benched for the majority of this year. So he's, he's <clears throat> in and amongst the starting side for the Auckland team. And that was one of the reasons we picked him. We just think he's kind of at that level of professionalism where he's kind of around the next level of uh, quality. Um, he's a big, big boy as well. He's played under 20s through his development years as well. You know, Wikipedia have got him listed as playing for Tonga in 2015 and Samara in 2016. That's either correct or they've gotten him mixed up with the other Sione Tupelotu as well. So I think they uh, mixed up. I, I'm not going to commit to either either way on that, which I think is pretty funny. Um, the other options for the, the back row in the, the number six or eight jerseys, you've got Solomone Funaki and Penatoa Finau. So Fenaki, first of all, he plays for, for Hawks Bay. He was playing number eight for them a lot of the time. I think the thing that really stood out for us is he, he's versatile in that he can also play for number seven for Tonga, but he's also got a 98% tackle, tackle success for the Magpies this year, which is, I mean, something that you want to see in any back rower, let alone, you know, a number eight open side flanker. So he could definitely slot in there. He's, he's a big prospect. He's 27 years old now, so relatively mature as well. And Finau at 28 years old, um, he's an open side flanker. Sorry, I thought I had him listed as a Lucy. He's, he's an open side flanker who plays for uh, Bay of Plenty as well. So he'll be competing with Jack Lamb, sorry, for the number seven jersey. To, yeah, to round just, out that back hmm. row, sorry, um, the, we've got Lotu Enisi, 22-year-old from North Harbour. Um, I don't know who wrote this, but he's a Hoskins Satutu type of player, which is is a pretty pretty big props right to to him there. So Kagi, mate, that sounds like you. Um, who do you think and, wrote that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, it's pretty fair. He's a big boy, and he played for Tonga Sevens 2019-2020. That's pretty good. And we've got Alamanda Motunga, uh, who's County's Manukau number seven for the Samoan uh, Sevens and Fifteens. And he's a 27-year-old. So he's another guy that can cover that seven jersey for them. Yeah, absolutely. And and Funaki, um, I think, just <clears throat> will be the backup for Jack Lamb. Uh, and of that 98% tackle success, Harry, I think 
about 90% of them were also bone crunching dominant tackles but you'll find <laughs> that as a trend across all of these back rowers pretty much all these back rowers can play number eight and do often play number eight in all the teams that they've been playing in because they're just the guys that lay down the pain and all of i've enjoyed watching all of their highlights videos because uh any back row coming up against these guys they're going to beat the shit out of them it's gonna be awesome let's yeah. push on to the uh the back line which is uh obviously as a as a back Unlike you two, the thing that really excites me. Uh, first of all, I, I think number nine is probably going to be Arianari. Um, he's he's 24 years old now. He just impressed me so much in his time at the Crusaders. We never got to see him for a, a long period of time. He made his debut in 2016 at only 19 years old. He's also got 50 caps or over 50 caps now in the Bunnings MPC as well, I think for Canterbury. Um, yeah, maybe yeah. wrong on that one, yeah. Um, okay. And he's also played New Zealand under 20s for 2016, 2017. I think he was part of that team in 2017 that won the final like 60 points to 12 or something. Like he's, he's a very, very talented number nine, but he has got some stiff competition, Kagi. He does. Um, and, and just on him, he's, yeah, as a 24-year-old, he's like a 24-year-old that seems to have like a 28-year-old's experience just being yeah. in that Canterbury system for so long. Um, but and, and the last point I think you might have said, so he was playing for the uh, the Magpies as well, which is kind of with the rest of this back line. Like a lot of this back line, particularly um, uh, the second, like Lincoln McClutchy, um, which is one of the possible fly halves, they've really got a partnership there. So that's another reason we think he's going to start. But a tough, stiff competition. We've got jo- Jonathan Tumatini, um, 25-year-old Samoan. has played uh, some games for Samoa in he got three caps last year. Uh, he's come across from the Chiefs, where he was kind of battling it out to... He's played at the Chiefs. Did he play the Hurricanes as well? He did. Yeah, he didn't move in the last couple of seasons to the Hurricanes, and he kind of... He, he played the bulk of the game time last year for the Hurricanes. It was probably his breakout year in Super Rugby, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So he's probably the more senior of them, if you will. But as we said, with Eri Inari, he's... It's he's got like experience beyond his years suggest and has just been in that Crusaders and Canterbury system for the last five years. So it's, um, it's fair to say that anyone from a Crusaders, even Academy sport, we just assume they're the best. Okay, exactly. <laughs> they kind of go straight to the top of the pile, don't they? Um, and Nels, we've got one more um, scrum half. Yeah, look, obviously they're the two you're going to probably be seeing all year, but we've got um, Manu Paya. He's a 20-year-old, come from Eden Rugby Club. Uh, who we think won in 2020 when he, w- he was there, uh, New Zealand under-20s last year as well, can play a lot of positions across the back line. Um, but, yeah, look, he's just a, another young prospect for them. So if there's an injury, we might get to see him come into this squad, and, and he has lots of potential as well. If we jump across into the fly halves, this it is, it's a bit of a tricky one here. So I, I think we're going to lean towards some experience, at least to start off the season, and, and they could move around. But... Christian, uh, you probably know him if you've watched a bit of footy in your past. Christian Liliafano, uh, 34-year-old Samoan heritage, but very much in our eyes, we'd love to say, an Aussie. Um, played a lot of time for the Wallabies between 2013 to 2019, 26 caps. That was both at 10 and 12. Um, more recently, he was playing at the Shining Arcs in 2020. Obviously, played lots of time at Brumbies and at Ulster as well. One of the yeah. best rugby stories as well. Overcoming oh, yeah. leukemia, he's he's just <clears throat> such a warrior and and such a talented player as well. And one of the most well liked rugby players on the planet, really. But he's, um, he's going to be a yeah. huge part of their culture. And and I, 
look, it's got to be a great thing for him to to get back in touch with those roots in, in this sort of Pacifica heritage as well. So it's got to be a very exciting thing to be a part of. That's it. I think he's going to draw a lot of strength and kind of, um, I guess, energy from it. Um, but I'm, I'm sure I said this before in, in one of my uh, in a pod in a couple of years before, but uh, coming back from um, leukemia, I just happened to be in Ulster to see his, his first game for Ulster. And he went, on the, he went on to tear up that competition at 10. Like he came back in the absolute fittest form you've ever seen him yeah. and absolutely destroyed that competition. So, you know, even at 34 Legend. years old, the man can play. So, um, you know, we talked about um, uh, the leadership role, which uh, what's his name's going to play? Um, Jack Lamb, uh, Christian Lelefano. I mean, he's really looking to hold down the entire backs, control the pace of the game, keep everyone calm. So huge role for him. Yeah. Conversely, someone who uh, is on the opposite end of the spectrum, but extremely exciting. We've got Lincoln McClutchy, um, definitely a clutch player. He's 22 years old. Um, like I said before, been playing for the Magpies with, um, and, and he could be a shot for getting, we think he'll definitely see some starting game time, but it's, uh, you know, it's how quickly does it come and then how much does he get? Um, so like we said, he's been playing with Eric Inari, so they formed a really good halves pairing, got some cohesion there. But um, he's got 41 caps from 2018 to 2021. 20, uh, so he's 22 years old and he's been playing top-class NPC for a couple of years. Um, played over with the Red Hurricanes in Osaka in 2020. And um, he's just an absolute weapon. So he's, a, he's like a small guy about the build of Mitch Hunt uh, and for the Highlanders. And similarly to Mitch Hunt, he's, um, he's probably even more explosive, has, has an absolute gun step and the man can move. Uh, kind of like... A little bit like Richie Moanga, just once he gets off off one foot, he's, he's acceleration really hard to stop. But um, he's an incredibly exciting young tent, so uh, it, it's it's going to be interesting how much we see out of him. Hundred uh, percent. The last fly half we have in the squad, I think, similarly to the uh, the halfbacks, he's probably the development player. But the name will be uh, familiar to many because his last name is Havili. Not David Havili, the brother of. It's uh, William Havili. So he's also in the Tasman Marco. I think 2018 he came in maybe as an injury replacement, I think. And then 2021 he was in the uh, development squad and, and played a couple of games, I think, maybe for them. Um, he is 23 years old and he's just another young fly half or developing fly half. Maybe not with the same rap that Lincoln has, but uh, nonetheless, if he can be half as talented as his brother, he still walks into any Aussie side. So I think uh, it's, it's fair to say that uh, there's definitely got to be some level of talent just straight from the genes. Do we, do we assume, like David Havili, that he can also play any any position, not only in the back line, but probably on the field? Is that what we assume? Just <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly right. He can probably play anywhere from 9 to 15, much like his brother. Um, look, let, let's push on to the centres. There's there's probably a little bit of debate about how the, the team up the team will line up, but I guess we can we can get into that in a minute. The top two centers that I've got listed here are Henry Taifu at number twelve. So he's twenty eight years old, Samoan. I think he's a name that most people will be pretty familiar with. He did start playing for Samoa back in twenty seventeen, so a fair while ago. I think the uh, biggest highlight of his career has to be playing for the Greater Sydney Rams back in twenty fourteen. <laughs> 
Nelson knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's right. Um, he's an Aussie <laughs> under-20s player from back in 2013, but since then he's been from the Reds in 2016 over to the Western Force for the last few years, where I think he's he certainly grew into his role both at the Force and internationally as well. And now he's apparently had a phenomenal season in the MPC. So he's kind of primed for a big year in Super Rugby, and it's it's probably the, the type of culture and team that he thrives in as well, having seen how he performed for Samoa. <laughs> The other bit. I was just going to say, it's not even, he had an awesome NPC season, but also just for Samoa in the last, uh, particularly the last year or two, he's he's played a huge role and he's really grown. So. The other name I've got here is Levi Moore as the outside centre. So he's 27 now. Um, He has been in Super Rugby sides for the Chiefs in 2018, Blues 2019. Um, I, I the name is immediately recognisable. I think to all three of us, just because of the fact that he's such a unit. I think Kagi <laughs> just called him a tank at 118 kilos for an outside centre. He's also played for Tasman. Sorry, go on. I said far out. Yeah, yeah. He's played for Tasman Marco 2017 and 19. Had a year off in 2020 to go play in Japan, um, and then came back and played again for them for 2021. Uh, the, the big thing for me and the reason that I'm convinced that surely he's going to have a huge year is he was pushing Leicester Fanger and Nuku to the wing for Tasman. And Leicester was playing outside centre for the Crusaders most of last year. So it shows you that they really do rate him to even consider moving some of that talent around. I, I know he can play anywhere, but, I mean, I, I think that's pretty big. Yeah, that's massive. The, the next couple guys that I'm going to list here, they've both got, you know, They've both got a crack at making this starting side. Um, they're going to be, you know, pretty recognisable as well. The first is Solomon Ekata. So uh, with his big long-term sort of history, playing 93 games for New Zealand Warriors and playing through league, everyone will know him from there. But he also um, played for Tonga more recently, making his debut last year. He's been in the Brumby squad for a few years and transitioning back into rugby union. Um, he's a really, really exciting player. Had some time as well with Auckland. Um, throughout 2021 he's only 27 years old making his transition back so he's still got some time left in him and he's a physical player um i, I think it, he could be really pivotal for them at that outside center role if he gets the shot but he could also cover the wing spot for them as well um i think also got- i think i was gonna say i think we think he'll, he'll be on the wing i mean he was one of those players that we just wanted to see more and more mm. in the brumbies but um just well, an absolute dynamite kind of like like Amua. Short and and just <laughs> doubt all the power close to the ground. I mean, good luck tackling Levi Amua and Solomon Okata. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they, sure. they require two tacklers every time, both of them. <laughs> Definitely. the The next is Danny Tuwala. He's another young guy, twenty two years old. Um, he's been at the Canes since twenty nineteen. He's got four caps for them. Played under twenties for New Zealand in twenty nineteen. Hawks Bay since twenty eighteen as well. He's a guy that you know. We've thought he might break into, I think it was, you know, the last few years to the Hurricanes. Yes, he did get a few matches, but we thought there was going to be a fair bit more game time coming for him in the last few years. But he's a, a smaller style centre when you're comparing him to Almua and Kata. But, yeah, he's another player that's very exciting moving forward. And then the final centre they've got in the squad is Finney in Nisi. He uh, played for North Harbour, started for Tonga at 13 as well in that match or one of the matches against um, the All Blacks in 2021. But he's probably on the outer of this list because there is some really, you know, well-known names here. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. 
And look, that takes us on, um, as if those players weren't exciting enough, that takes us to <laughs> the outside backs, the fantasy point machines. And um, look, there's definitely some exciting players here. Uh, start with, we've got Lalagi Visanea. Um, he's a name that should be pretty well known. Played a lot of Super Rugby, the Blues in 2012-16. We grabbed 33 caps there. He came back from overseas to um, and was in the Hurricanes last year in which um, you definitely heard me on the pod calling for them to throw him at fullback, chuck Geordie Barrett in at 10 to run the show. Um, but he didn't really see any game times for the Hurricanes. I don't know if he got on. At all. He might, I think he got on off the bench once or twice. But um, Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think he literally has one or two caps for them, I can check. Exactly. But he, he's, he's fantastic at 15, really can control it, but also has some awesome vision and great running. Um uh, so we, oh, sorry, he was playing in France from 2017 to 19 for uh, Grenoble, but um, and then Japan as well. Uh, we have another. We've already would have been talking about uh, the name Lester Fyinganuku. Well, we've got his older brother Tima Fyinganuku. Um, very exciting player. Has been playing for played for the Turbos for Manawatu in the last season, but before that, spent four years at the Tasman Marco. Uh, he, I mean, at one point they did have Tima on one wing and Leicester on the other wing. That's some formidable wings. But, uh, but I mean, Tasman Marco has basically been this international quality side in the last couple of years. They just had like <laughs> a bit spoiled the talent. Um, and so he, uh, I mean, Tima was, you know, even more of a prospect than Leicester. Uh, back, back in the day, he went to the Crusaders Academy, went to the Crusaders, got a couple of caps. And then like any player in the Crusaders, uh, it's really hard to hold a spot and get game time. So uh, I think he took an offer and went over to to France, played there a couple of years, came back, was in the Highlanders, in which I was really excited, was hoping he was going to lock down a starting wing jersey. But um, one of the things, t- talking about his size, so he's a Fyinga Nuku. Uh, did I butcher the name again, Nels? I did, didn't I? Fyinga Anuku. Fyinga Anuku. Yeah, I can't get that extra syllable in there, but... Um, when he came back, uh, you know, I think online with the stats have got him 6'2", 103 kilos, and younger brother Lester is 6'2", 109 kilos. Well, I can tell you, Tima is definitely bigger than Lester. Uh, he's he's easily got to be around 115 kilos or something. I mean, even even if he's slimmed down a little bit, um, he, particularly the Highlanders, was massive. Um, definitely a little bit slower, but um, he, he is just another absolute weapon. So you can see a theme here really forming in this uh, Moana Pacifica backline. Um, it's, you know, it's going to suck coming up against them, to be frank. <laughs> like, it's the, the defensive job is going to be huge. But um, no, so we, we think he well, could well um, lock down a, uh, a, wing jersey, a wing spot. And as much as I want to talk about the next super exciting guy, I don't want to hog it all. So, um, Harry, why don't you take us you, you through? Don't wanna, you don't want to butcher the name, mate. Let's be honest. Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's Timothy Tavatavanawai. He is another absolute talent. 23 years old. He had, he's a Fijian boy, actually. I think he might be the only Fijian in the, Fijian in the squad. Um, he made his debut this year for the Tasman Marco, and he played all 10 games of his debut season, playing, I think, 80 minutes either every single week or almost every single week, and he just held the wing for the entire t- time. And this is the defending champion Marco's. They lost the grand final. Otherwise, they would have gone back-to-back. So anyone at 23 years old in their debut season that can do that is obviously a tremendous talent. He's uh, he played for Fiji under-20s back in 2018, and he has been previously in the Crusaders and the Highlanders wider training squads the last year as well. So he's definitely been on everyone's radar. 
Yeah, last year when he, he debuted for them, it was in the, like the preseason trial. He ended up scoring like two, three tries, I'm pretty sure, and made some massively dominant runs and then didn't make their squad because of the wealth of talent they had and then went across to the Highlanders and still didn't really get a run. Like the, He is an exciting player. It's going to be great to see him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. and, and I think – sorry, go on, mate. I was going to say, I knew before we even started looking into Mana Pacifica that this was the player that I was going to be most excited about. If you yeah. if you have a chance, catch his highlights from the NPC season. Oh. Unbelievable. Yep. And look, I, I think he's got real competition, though. Um, whether he gets a start with Solomon Akato potentially playing on the left wing as well, you know, he, he's going to be up against it to get any time over Timo Finger and Nuku, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But there's so much talent still to come. We've got Naraya uh, Famai. I believe he's for me. No, it's definitely not for me. It's for for me. Neria. Neria, that's our best bet. Right. Okay. Neria for my 29 years old. He can play center or wing and has played, I think, both for Samara. He's got four caps last year. He's also played from 2013 to 18 with the seven side as well. So he's obviously fit, fast, agile. He's been playing in the NPC since 2017, Southland, then Hawks Bay. He's got, I think, at least 28 caps now. It might be a little bit outdated. Um, but he's just another tremendous talent playing big minutes in the NPC with a sevens background. So I, I don't think that uh, Tava Tava Nawai has got it all his own way by any means. There's there's a lot of competition and there's still more to come else. Mate, get Timothy on. That's what I'm, I'm going to say. Um, and, 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 and he's another. He's another. Sorry, I was going to say he's another Magpies player. Like you'll see, there's, yeah. there's probably what is there six or seven? I don't think we did a final count on how many Magpies players there are, but there's a lot of the back line in the back, could just yeah. be the Magpies. I've got, I've got six. Yeah, I've got six in the back line. Yeah. yeah. Then our next one is another guy with that sevens background, Tomasi Olosio. He's a 29 year old, can cover wing or fullback. Played for Samoa Sevens for a long period of time. Um, he played Samoa 15s as well, covering both those positions, full thing, wing and fullback, um, starting pretty much every game, if not every game for them. Um, also played for Wellington in 2015 before playing for them again in 2021 after that stint with the Sevens. And we've also got Anzelo Tuitavuki, who's a 23-year-old left wing, um, played for Hawks Bay from 2019 to 2021 before getting this crack. But he seems to be getting less time um, because he's at Hawks Bay than for my and Vicinia. So he's another guy maybe on the outer of this list, but he seems like he has potential as well. And I know we're just about to go through the starting 15, but I think it's worth saying um, Alosio, um, you know, he's been starting for Samoa at fullback recently. So we think... As much as Lolagi Vicenia is the experienced campaigner, um, you know, it could it could be him starting at fifteen for the Moana Pacifica. So um, we'll have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. And guys, um, let's jump. The last last one we need to just touch on as well, Harry. Who's their coach? And have we heard of him? None other. Yeah, yeah. You you might have heard of him, Aaron Major. Have you heard of him? <laughs> no. Yeah, so he's um, he was the assistant coach back in 2013 to 15, went over to Leicester Tigers from 15 to 17. He assisted Samoa back in 2017. I didn't know that myself. Uh, and then the last couple of years, the last three years, has been coaching the Highlanders as well. So I, I think this is an excellent, excellent pick um, for a head coach. 
And recently they've announced as well they've got the head coach of Southland, which is uh, Dale McLeod, and also the uh, ex-Super Rugby prop, and I think he's a international level prop as well, Poliasi Manu as well, will be coaching their, uh, their forwards, I believe. So For Samoa. Yes, so there's, so there's a lot of talent there, and uh, I, I think a really good base for them to work from. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah, and they'll be just as excited in terms of bringing bringing the boys together and, and the culture. I mean, we've really seen them push, pushing the culture of the club in um, all of the marketing collateral. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Should we get into the best 15? Um, so I, we've probably touched through it kind of all the way through, but running through it quickly, Izzy Tuanga Farsi, Ray Nuia, Sakopi Kepu, pretty strong front row. The locks we've got down, Mike McKee, and we're hoping for Samuel Slade. Um, then in yep. our back, ro- uh, back row, Nelson, you want to take us through the back row? Yeah, no problem, mate. We've got Sioni Tuipolotu. He can cover six or eight, but we've got him down here at six. Jack Lamb in that sevens jersey and Henry Stowers in the number eight. We've gone for Eri Anari at nine and Christian Liliafano at ten. Centers, we've got Henry Taifu and Levi Amua with Solomon Akata on the left wing, Tima Finger Anuku on the right wing and Lalagi Vicinia at fullback. Um, we're we're going to get into some of the, I guess, contentious uh, or, or maybe more line ball decisions there, but let's push on to the key questions, guys. So the first one, I think, is a, is a question that we asked for the Fiji Injurer as well, and it's just how quickly can these guys gel? You'll see on the screen I've got their uh, their draw up as well, and obviously now with the change in the draw back in December, they're playing New Zealand sides back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back for the first eight rounds or their first eight games of the competition. So it's a pretty hard introduction to, to Super Rugby. How do you guys think this will go? I'm going to throw to you, Kagi. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Um, I think look, we've talked a lot about, um, you know, that, that could be a reason to see them roll out a bunch of these Magpies players, right, that have just had come off a season, have that kind of cohesion and understanding. But at the same time, I mean, are you going to throw, you know, even though I've said he's an experienced campaigner, Arianari and Lincoln McClutchy out there? Um, you know, like, yes, they've got the cohesion, but it's a step up to super rugby level. Or are you going to throw in Lili Afano? Um I think, you know, as we talked about, there's so much competition as well, particularly in that back line. There's a lot of, they've got a lot of backs that can play centre or wing or fullback. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be hard to kind of, they really quickly need to bed down what is their best starting side um, and then just try and grow those relationships, right? Um, but it's, it's also about getting the balance right. You know, I mean, if I, I probably would be terrible at selecting this team because I would just be selecting the most powerful, uh, massivest units that they I, have to offer. Um, I think that's that's probably uh, that's not far off what we're going to see because you, <laughs> your team has a DNA, and this this is a team that is made up of Tongans and Samoans mainly, and that DNA is to be very confrontational, is to be very physical. So I think we're going to see a lot of those players in this side. It won't necessarily be, you know, let's try to get Lilia Fano and a bunch of other different sort of playmakers into this side. They're going to be a confrontational side and that's what we want to see from them straight from the get-go. Yeah, I completely agree. And do you think that their their conditioning will be up to par? Because, you know, they spend a lot of their time trying to get their relationships better down and there's obviously a lot of team building associated with, with that. Um, what, do, what do you think? Obviously, the Tongan guys may be a little more off the pace than the Samoans from an international perspective. I don't know if it'll transfer over to this level, but where do you think that'll sit, Nils? 
look, I, I think there's a few names in here that's been playing professional rugby for a, a while and, and super rugby and a bit of international footy for, for a lot of years. And, and I don't think those guys will have any question on what it takes to be playing this level. I think for some of these Tongan players who have come through in the last 12 months, maybe got call-ups because of a lot of the, the, the guys couldn't come across to, to fill that Tongan side. I think there could be some question marks over them. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of them going to be in this starting side. So they're going to have a bit of team uh, time to keep building into this team. So I, I hope it's not going to be too far off the pace to begin with, with, but there could be a few question marks if there's some injuries early on. I, I would say my, uh, my add to that was that pretty much every single one of these players has come from the Mitre 10 Cup. So yeah. they've played through the back end of last year where they're going to be performing at a level I think we can all agree is not too dissimilar to Super Rugby. So I actually I actually think that they've got a really good base behind them having come from that kind of competition, whereas some of the draw boys that are coming from the club rugby scene in Fiji, I think it might be a bit more of a step up in that level of professionalism. But I think they're actually really well set based off that background from the Bunnings NBC. That's it. We'll, we'll know a lot uh, in, in the in the footage of the first preseason games, particularly the first game. Um, yes, they were playing uh, NPC uh, at the end of last year, but it's all about how big a Christmas did they have. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so some of these big boys, uh, Tibafai Ganuku, Levi Amua, like we'll have to see the shape they come back in. So, um, Do you think it's going to be a bit of a Taniela Tupo? blow out it's, extra 20 kgs at Christmas. It, look, it, it could well be. Um, you know, if we, we could see Levi and Moore packing down in the front row. You know what I mean? It's possible. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it, the first game they've got is up against the Blues, uh, a team who arguably has been, you know, I mean, obviously there's Crusaders, but up there in the form. So it'll be interesting to see, can they, will they, I said this for the Fijian Drill, will they fall off towards the latter part of the game? Will they just run out of steam? So... Yeah, um, moving on, uh, I guess I've touched on it many times, but just the question of cohesion over, you know, cutting down time to gel, how much of that Hawks Bay backline will start? Like, yeah, I, I, thought I guess I'd, a key question. Yeah, I thought I was going to go through the backline that they finished the season with. They had Arianari at nine, McClutchy at 10, Tawala at 12, then they had uh, Fermei at 14 and Vicinia at 15. Yeah, now so I know I can't get that name right. Fermei? Uh, sure. Uh, they did, the only people that weren't in the back line that are here now is Janelo at 11 and Stacey Ely at 13. Now, personally, I think that it's pretty easy if you're trying to get early uh, an early relationship to try and compete that you just put Solomon Akata on for Janelo and you put Lee Lefano Lee, Lee to 12 push out Tawala or play uh, Amua at 13. And then that way you can keep that access of 9, 10, one of the centres, the one of the wings and the fullback. It's, it's a very, very good side to start with. And, you know, we, we can't underestimate how well they'll play together because they won the, I think, the championship in 2020, won the Ranfurly Shield, defended it three more times won that competition, then they went through into the Premiership in 21. They went through and topped the table and only got knocked out in the finals against uh, Tasman Marco. And I think they defended the Renfrew Shield another six times. So it's a team that in New Zealand rugby can really, really match it with the best. So it's not like they're going to be completely outclassed if they do do that. And it might be an easy way for them to, I guess, deal with that lack of uh, cohesion that they would otherwise have. I think that's a pretty good shout, to be honest. I mean, you're throwing someone like Lee Liafano 
into the the side just to, to control these players who have played together and give them a bit more of that experience. But the one thing out of it is I think it does affect some of their fantasy prospects. If, we, if we're not sure if these, these players are going to be starting and playing throughout the whole year and there's question marks over some of these players and because of how many good wingers there are, it's really quite hard to know do you want to be picking these guys? How early are you going to pick them? And are they going to stay in your, your squad longer term? So there is some real gems in this this side and definitely in this back line. Yeah. Thank God we're going back to a 23-man format so that you can, yeah. um, you know, you can ma- make a punt and put some guys on your bench. For sure. Now, uh, Nels, I, I don't think it's as much of a concern given the uh, the history of the front row in this team, but what do you think about the, the set piece, particularly the second row and how the line-out will go um, lesser to a lesser extent the scrum, but how do you think that's going to go for the uh, the Moana Pacifica side? Obviously, they've got quite a, a you know experienced front row in terms of what you'd expect this time this side coming together at you know relatively last minute uh, towards the back end of last season. But yeah, it's that lock pairing that maybe there's some question marks there. It really depends if they're going to you know back what we said they should do and chuck in Samuel Slade. Um, they've got that experience with Mike McKee. So the issue will be they don't necessarily have that big body 200 centimetre plus lock. So that is very similar to what we said about the Fiji and Drua. So I think there is a little bit of a question mark around that. But with Sakopi Kepu as your tight head prop, he's going to anchor that scrum down really, really well. So really, I think it's the line out that maybe there'll be a few more question marks around. Yeah. Yeah, they re- they really needed. I think uh, I was just thinking, who who were they missing from their lock locking stocks? They really needed someone like, you know, Sitaleki Tamani or a Sam Lousy or someone coming back in to just um, the small island. Uh, Kane Lauperpe. Yeah, your Kane yeah. exactly. Uh, that would have really given us that confidence. You know, like I mean, I, I think we said that with the Fiji drawer, we were a little concerned around the set pace um, and just really the locks because they've got world class back rowers and uh, and front row as we touched on. Um, all right, last key. Oh, I've got a question because I know that you want to answer this, right. mate. Come on. What percentage <laughs> of the highlights or the big hits of the season will come from this team? Look, I reckon over 50%. Uh, just I don't know how many times I could say this. Um, they are a team of absolute killing machines. And um, I think it's going to make the job real easy for the, the editors. You know what I mean? Just... Just really pay attention to those games. Start cutting up the footage. The highlights are coming from there. So these guys wait. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking that Morgan Turinui is like big hits board. He's just started with the Moana Pacific team. This has he? That's exactly right. Um, You've got to just lodge them. They'll just go one to fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It'll just be can you get on the board if you're not from them? Yeah, that'll be. That's fun. right. Yeah. Um, Shall we move on to stocks rising, Nels? Yeah, look, I'll take one of these stock risings. I think we, we touched on him a fair bit, and that's Levi Almua. The fact that he hasn't been starting for a Super Rugby squad has been baffling to all, all three of us, I think. He's had a few chances, but really never locked it down. But the fact that, you know, Harry touched on, pushed uh, Lester Fanga Anuku to, to the wing just speaks volumes. And the way he plays, he bumps players, he runs through, he's going to get line bust, he's going to get post-contact run meters. So he's someone who's got fantasy footy written all over him. Absolutely. Another man who has the same thing, Solomon Ekata. Um, you know, we said he was underused at the Brumbies, but I think they'll absolutely be looking to use him and get the most out of him um, in the minor Pacifica side, an absolute genuine try scorer. 
Um, very excited by that. Um, Harry, do you want to take us through to stocks are falling and then smokies? Yeah, I think similarly for stocks falling to what I said for the dry, it's not about any player that we don't rate at this point in any way, shape or form. But I think the hardest place to pick for, for fantasy picks at least is going to be the locks where I think there's just a lot of unknowns about exactly what that uh, that ranking system is and, and where each of the players stand. So I'll be probably taking a lot of my information from the, uh, the trials that they do have. Um, but, yeah, very, very hard to pick that one. And uh, – I was, was going to say, are we going to list Sam Slade as a lock and then he could end up being like the top lock of uh, the competition or something, you know, a little hack there? I if, don't he, if he trials keep, there, yes, we will. Keep yeah. your eyes out for that one. So, Yeah, that's right. I think there's a trial on the 4th of Feb or something, so I think we can make a decision a little bit later on that one. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take one of the Smokies, fellas. I'm going to take Lincoln McClutchy. Uh, he obviously guided the Magpies in 2020-2021, which I've just given a huge rap. So I, I think that there's a chance he starts at 10 and pushes Leila Fano out. There's a chance he uses this as a development year. But if, if he does get a chance, he's so talented, can run, can kick. He could be a very, very prosperous scoring fly half. And I, and I think, look, I said it before, but even though he's only 22, four years of solid uh, NPC rugby in which he's been starting, I think, at least the last two or three of them. So... He has has that experience. Yeah, very much so, mate. We know you love him. And look, I'm going to take another one, and that's Timothy Tavatavanawai. I don't think I got to froth him as much as you guys. Uh, he is just a player for me. I think this is going to be his breakout season in 2021 at MPC. He just lit it up. So I think this is a year that he's going to become a household name. He's got fantasy footy, as we said, you know, written all over him as well. Just a very dynamic, very physical player. Someone that I think I'd love to have in my squad. And he's probably not going to be my top three just for the fact that, you know, on, on my back, my outside backs, just for the fact that he might not be starting all the time. But if he is on a starting side and you see him there, he's got to be in your, your four for your outside backs. Great. Um, excellent. Well, I think that really takes us through the team. As we've, as we've clearly said, uh, we're super excited to see what the Moana Pacifica can do. Um, I'm excited to see some massive hits, some you know awesome tries, some, some be some huge battles out there on the wing um, in Super Rugby Pacific this year. Uh, and yeah, look, definitely a tough start for them. Very unlucky to have the all Kiwi teams to start the season. Uh, how good how good a run for them would have been if they could do the all the Australian teams to start the season and then work their way up to the Kiwi teams? That would 100%. be the dream, right? But, um, <laughs> yeah. Any concluding remarks, guys? Or do you reckon that that wraps up Moana Pacifica? That's it. Can't yeah. wait to see him play for me. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Rue.